You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lisa-Mato and Brent Edwards. Hello, everybody, and welcome to BNI, the Australian story. My name is Veronica. This is episode number 59, and of course, I couldn't do this with um, our executive director in uh, the Melbourne South region in Victoria, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Hi, V. Happy days, everyone. Um, well, it's a uh, it's a bit deja vu for everyone around the country at the moment, but um, we'll we'll push on and bring you some great stories. Hey, I had a really good story to uh, to actually share just before we get into it from um, Brian Duckworth uh, from uh, BNI Western Connectors in Point Cook sent me a line. Yeah. And he uh, he listened to the interview we had with uh, Gus McWhirter from Tipper & Co., which was yeah. episode 54. And uh, the discussion made him think of the catering East chapter in Western Connections, um, who just started her catering business focusing on liqueur chocolates, which are very, very decadent. And uh, and I'm, I'm sure you like those, um, V. But the discussion actually with Gus mentioned his Zoom tastings for gin and other beverages, and he rang Gus and spoke to him about that at length uh, for uh, Geristine's chocolates, and Gus was really keen on the link-up. And as a consequence, they got introduced to each other, and yeah. uh, they've had a number of chats, and they look like it's going to turn into a long-term thing where they're going to be working together with the liqueur chocolates and the gin t- tasting through Absolutely. our connection in the podcast. That is absolutely amazing. And, and Brent, isn't that the reason that we're doing this? So we're connecting members with other members through their stories, but to actually have members reaching out, that is absolutely fantastic. I am so super happy about that. So kudos to you, Brian, for uh, listening to our podcast and, and keeping your eyes and ears open and uh, and introducing other people within the BNI family where we can collaborate and work together. Um, so uh, I know Brian listens to us on his uh, on his morning walk. Uh, so uh, thank you, Brian, for sharing that story. It's a really awesome connection we've made through this. And I want to know who gets the referral. I'm going to leave that to someone else to sort out. Just put it through to me. I'll take that referral, B&I podcast. Um, now, today we have uh, another fantastic um, storyteller, a member, who's going to share their success with this in B&I. So why don't you uh, do the honours? Yeah, we're um, back in New South Wales uh, today and uh, they're experiencing our pain up there at the moment. Uh, so we've got... Uh, Salvatore Avati from uh, B&I, um, oh, from Blackjack uh, Merchandising. So um, I might just hand over to Sal and uh, welcome, Sal. And um, as we ask all our guests, well, firstly, welcome. And as we ask all our guests, uh, you found out about B&I quite some time ago. And uh, how'd you find out and who introduced you? Well, I started my business about 20, 21 years ago. And uh, and I knew that I had to network in order to grow my business. So I found it by accident by, you know, going on Google. I don't know what it was back then. 
uh, early days of internet. Yahoo or one of those. And uh, I came across BNI and I thought, okay, this sounds interesting. So I contacted the local chapter, which was based over at uh, Asheville at that time, went over for a meeting, joined up. I thought it was great. This is the sort of thing that I wanted to get into. Unfortunately, it was one of those chapters that didn't really go anywhere. Uh, it folded after about three years because the numbers started to dwindle. And so that was my first experience of BNI. And I thought, okay, I've been there, done that, moved on. And then fast track to about uh, eight years ago, and the guy that was doing my uh, SEO on my website started talking about BNI. Apparently, he belonged to a BNI in the city. And so, you know, you've got to come around, you know, with, I'm part of BNI group and, uh, you know, we've got about 40 members and we're handing around all this business and so much money, there's so much potential. And from my first taste of BNI, my first reaction was thanks, but no thanks. But he kept on it. He kept on it. He goes, no, look, Sal, come around. It's different. This is fantastic. There is so much money that's generated. There's so much potential. And I think just to shut him up, I said, <laughs> okay. Who I'll is this on. dog on a bone? I want to know. What's the name of this man that just would not let you go? Okay, the name of the company is Web Eagles. And there are a couple of brothers there, Raj and Raj Al Ali. And they're still friends of mine today. I mean, I owe it to them. Because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be in BNI today. So I went along to my first meeting. It was BNI Enterprise. And back in the day, they're at the at the Racker, the Royal Automobile Club. So we had the first meeting. And then at the end of the meeting, when you have the I, I thank you part and everyone's getting up and thank you for closed business, I couldn't believe the amount of business that was getting closed in this chapter. And I thought, wow. <laughs> so it was a no-brainer. I signed up. But, you know, as you know, with BNI, it's not just about generating referrals and, and the amount of money that you make in the group. It's about the personal growth. I mean, being a, a small business operator and being on your own, you think that you know everything about running a business and what's out there. And then the minute you join a group like BNI and you see all these professionals in that room, all those smarts, and then you start to realize, you know what? I know nothing. You know, and you're forever learning. It's such a huge learning curve. It's such a huge you, you go through a huge personal growth. I mean, the fact that you got to get up right, and talk about 40 seconds or a minute about yourself and your business, you know, in the beginning, it's so nerve wracking, as you know, and doing it week after week and you become better at it. And then you do your, your 10 minute presentation and you learn to become more confident and you just become a better person, uh, better in business, better in uh, networking, better in social groups. And it's just, and as I said to you before, if it wasn't for BNI, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am today. And certainly my business wouldn't be where it is today. Yeah, looking back like 18 years ago, BNI was a bit of a different beast. How many members were in that chapter then, the first one? Okay, so it was only a small group. I think when I first joined, there was probably about 16 Mm. We went up to about 23, 24, and then it started dwindling back again. And it just got to the point where they just thought, okay, uh, they just closed the chapter, wasn't going anywhere. But I still have friends within that group. And uh, it, anyway, it wasn't a good taste of BNI, but nonetheless, you know, it was a starting point and it taught me about networking and the need to network. And I'm, as I said, I'm so grateful for the El Ali brothers for encouraging me to join the BNI network. 
I, I just, I love it, Brent, when we hear these stories about people who were like dogs on a bone. Yeah. They would not take no for an answer. And I bet you, if I was to ask the brothers why they kept inviting you, it had nothing to do with them bringing a visitor once a month, but it had to do with the fact that they could completely see the potential of you and your business growing within that chapter because yeah. that's why they keep asking and keep asking and keep asking. They're so invested in your success that they're prepared to let go of how they look yeah. um, and, you know, and possibly being a bit pushy because they just want you to come to the meeting. Just come and yeah. see what it is and then make a decision. Don't make a decision on a BNI today based on an experience of a BNI five years ago because, Brent, how often do we hear that? Yeah, and a lot of people... And yeah, a lot of people have been burnt, you know, by prior um, prior experience, and maybe the you know maybe the chapter culture wasn't great. Um, you know, numbers breed resilience in BNI groups. If your uh, if your group is a higher number and loses, you know, two or three members, you know, you can pretty pretty much replace them pr fairly quickly. But if your group is like sixteen. And you lose three or four members, or, or twenty, and you lose three or four members. It's a disaster. It's uh, and it really it takes away a large, you know, twenty to twenty five percent of your group, and 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 your earning capacity in the group. Then the other people in the rooms go, well, you know, this isn't great. And sometimes, <clears throat> you know, it's it's really important to um, to grow the groups, but have a great, you know, you really need to have a great culture in that group too going forward because you'll never grow it. If there's something, if there's if there's an underlying issue in that group with a with a great culture. Now I've seen, you know, large groups disband. Um, yeah, it's less likely, but usually there's an underlying factor in there, and uh, and there's a split within the group. But um, like 18 years ago, you know, the the our groups weren't anywhere near as resourced as we are now. Um, yeah. Uh, the 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 electronic things like the BNI Connect, the app, you know, re, um, reporting to you, the um, you know, everything that keep us accountable on track, you know, probably wasn't there. Uh, well, a lot of those things weren't there, and a lot of the things were left up to the membership committee, and really depended how good the membership committee was at the time too. And it comes down to accountability, I think, and, yeah, and like yeah. you said, it is a different beast that you know to what it was 18, 20 years ago, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and one of our biggest challenges then was, you know, you know, the, one of the great things about B&I is every, everyone becomes friends. One of the worst things about B&I is everyone becomes friends because friends don't like to keep friends accountable. And um, you, you've got to have that balance because you've got to realise, hey, you, know, you know, we are social, we do get along, we get along with each other, but our mission is we're there to help each other grow their business uh, in, a, in a structured and positive environment. So... We've got to keep that in the background and, you know, you make friends anyway, but uh, we're here to do business, you know, wholly and solely here. So, um, you know, we, we've got to keep that in mind. And sometimes uh, chapters, when they become friends like that, lose sight of it and they don't like to keep their friends accountable because they're, they're worried about damaging the friendship or, or a perceived amount of business that might be going for them. So you were really a denier in B&I. It's like, uh, yeah, okay, I've been by the experience. B&I doesn't work. Been there, done that. And, um, yeah, it's, it must have just uh, absolutely blown you away coming back. What was the gap between coming, leaving I and think, coming back? I think it would have been about uh, 
oh, it would have been close <clears throat> to about 10 years, I think. Wow. But I, I think the, the thing, <clears throat> the reason it failed is because there wasn't that accountability. And like you said, we all became friends. And out of the whole time that I was there, I only got really one decent referral. And so, you know, and that's why it failed. But maybe it was because it was a suburban chapter. Uh, when I joined BNI Enterprise, it was a city chapter. It was more corporate. There was more members there. It was more accountable. Maybe that's why it was so successful. And I believe that's probably why it was so successful. It, yeah. And it comes down to accountability. <clears throat> that can be a bit of a myth too. It's the, it's the makeup of the people because we've got really successful suburban and regional chapters. Uh, you, know, you don't have to be in, in a capital city to, to do well out of BNI. Um, and you know, our, one of our chapters in our region is, uh, you know, is number two in a, uh, number two in Australia last month is in Frankston. Like it's little old Frankston. You know, that's right. <laughs> what he, what he from the city and we have actually three chapters that meet in that area. Yeah, so yeah. it's a, uh, it's, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, capital city. And, you know, when you're actually approaching people who have been in BNI before, that can be a real challenge to get them back especially if they've had the yeah, other experience. Correct. And to our listeners today, if you're ever approaching someone to come along, they say, oh, yeah, I've been in B&I, B&I doesn't work. You say, hey, you've just got to come and see this. You know, it is a lot, things are a lot different to 10 years ago. And, uh, and, and you know, it is, it is so much different now and the amount of business being done. And, you know, way back when you were in, uh, the first time around, our average chapter size would have been around, you know, fifteen to twenty, um, way back, way back when, where <clears throat> our average chapter size is around the thirty mark now, and uh, you know, chapters around forty to fifty members in our in our part of the world is uh, is not uncommon. So, and you know, and they usually a chapter of twenty, as opposed to a chapter of forty, will do. A chapter of twenty will do, you know. Um, more than double the business of chapter of 40. I think it comes down to the members and the, and the culture uh, and the accountability, obviously. But, uh, yeah, look, since Zoom, okay, because of the COVID, I've had the opportunity, um, you know, I'll probably visit about two, three other uh, chapter, uh, chapters a week. Like I was on one this morning and I'm on a different one on Thursday. And it's a great opportunity to visit other chapters, not just in Sydney, but in, in and around Australia, just to see how other uh, chapters do it. Because, you know, there's always little dif different things that people do. But uh, I think, you know, it's so important when you're joining a chapter, a BNI chapter, you need to spend time going around to all the different groups because, you know, you need to make sure that you belong to the right one, the one that connects with you. Because at the end of the day, you've got to feel comfortable within that group because you're going to be seeing so much of each other. Once a week, you've got to get together. You've got, you've got the socials. You've got the one-to-ones. So you really need to have this sense of belonging and connection. And I think you if you have that, I think it's going to work because that's a difference that I find within the chapter that I'm at now compared to the other chapter, you know, because I, and I'm a person that really uh, believes in the theory of abundance. You said earlier on, Veronica, about, you know, bringing in visitors just for the stats. I don't think it's just about that yeah. because, you know, the more people you bring into the chapter, more people join, the more referrals are given out. Eventually you're going to get that back. Yeah. So everybody wins. Yeah. 
I love that. And actually, I've got a question for you, Sal. Actually, side question first. Um, you must be Italian with a name like that. Yeah. <laughs> so what part of Italy are you from? Calabria. Ah, now you, you know the, uh, with the, uh, you may not know this, Brent, but, you know, if you're married to a Calabrian, you need to sleep with one eye open. <laughs> yeah. If you're a Sicilian, like I am, you got to keep both oh eyes open. Oh, my God, yeah, that's, that's right. And, 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 worry, and worry about waking up next to a horse <laughs> That's if you wake up. <laughs> um, no, but my question, uh, and I've, I have never actually had the opportunity to ask someone this question. So you've been in BNI for three years. It fizzled out. You made lots of um, great connections. Ten yep. years down the track. Now, you were obviously doing the same business, Yep. Um, you're the same person, but ten years later, you've you've joined a chapter and you're you're experiencing this incredible success. Which yep. a lot of that is about the BNI system and the culture and the accountability yep. and the people in the room. But how much had you changed as a business owner to be ready for that when you got there? Because I've I've spoken to BNI. Um, people that had, and actually someone in embroidery locally who I've invited to the meeting many, many times because we don't have someone doing what you do in our region. And I just yeah. know it will be a license for them to print money if sure. they joined one of our chapters. Sure. But they say, no, nah, it was, no, no, I didn't like it back then. I had to get up too early. And I know that there's a bunch of personal things going on there if you can't get up early for your business. But how different were you as a business owner 10 years later that when you came into this? high-functioning, accountable group of people who are doing amazing things for each other, how ready were you at, at that point? Well, I think it's about being ready to accept change, uh, you know, um, being open-minded. A lot of, yeah, like you said before, I don't think being nice for everybody, you know, because you get so many visitors coming to the group and I say, yeah, it's not for me for whatever reason, right? It's not for everybody. But, you know, if you're, if you're prepared to open up and, and just take in and absorb all the smarts in the room, getting to know all the members and just, uh, you know, asking questions, it's so important to ask questions uh, and just being able to learn whether it's technology or whether learning how to do business differently. Because like I said, before I joined, I thought I knew it all. And then you join this group of amazing people and, and then you start to realise, you know, there's so much to learn out there and there's so many things that you can pick up, whether it's marketing or whether it's sales. And, and it's not just about the people in the room, it's the visitors and the people that they know and the conferences and the things that you indirectly you learn through BNI and the things that you learn about sales. Uh, like for me, uh, you know, uh, learning how to do cold calling, I, you know, cold calling is one of those things that people find that really hard and difficult to do because it's so confronting. And I learned my skills through BNI and people that I've spoken to. And, you know, and now I'm so good at it, you know, and uh, just little things like that and being able to learn and adapt and just uh, not only become a better person, but become a better business person as well. And, uh, you know, with me now, it took me a while to get BNI. Yeah. So now I'm at a place where I really get it, you know, and I understand what it's all about. And now I've become the go-to guy, whether it's my clients, I make sure that I let them know, listen, 
by the way, you're happy with my product and the services, right, that I've provided for you. I belong to an amazing network of people. doesn't matter what product or service you need. Just let me know because I can refer you to somebody. So my family, my friends, my, my customers, they all come to me, whether they need a plumber, electrician, a lawyer, or whatever. Sal, do you know somebody that can do this? And I'll refer them. And I know that if I refer them to one of the members of my group, I know that they're going to do the right thing. Because that's the way I operate. I know myself, if I get a, a referral from a member, I go out of my way to make sure that I look after this particular client. Because the last thing I want is get negative reports going back to me. I'd say, Sal, listen, I referred you to somebody and they didn't like what you did. So you go out of your way and you find that nine out of 10 people in BNI, they operate in the same principle. They go out of their way to make sure that they get looked after. And that's why I love BNI. When I'm thinking about a product or a service, I don't go on Google. I go on BNI Connect. I always look at BNI first. I love it, Brent. I don't even think you and I needed to be here for this uh, this podcast. <laughs> I reckon that is a podcast in itself, and I, yeah. I I think it's just absolutely goals that you said. Be open minded to learning and doing business differently, and I think that's where a lot of people they might say. Um, you know, BNI didn't work for me, but I think on some level, possibly they didn't realize how to make BNI work for them because BNI always works. If you do what you do well and you and you say and do what you what you say you're gonna do, you'll always do well in a BNI chapter. But I think to be able to do the success and achieve the success that you're achieving, you yourself have taken yourself to another level. Yeah, you do. You, know? you I do. Like I, I, I like the um I like the statement V. In this, and this is something probably our members need to consider too. You know, forget about referrals. How has being in your group actually helped you? Yeah. How's it helped you solve yeah. your problems? How's yeah. it helped you with great advice that you haven't had to look for? How's it helped you uh, connect you with with great service providers? Yeah. And that's a lot of things that people don't take into account. Yeah. And uh, and a lot of the advice you're getting, like you know, you might get great advice where. Um, you got a better deal on some finance from the finance person within your group that saved you thousands and thousands of dollars a year. Yep. Well, would you have got that? Or maybe he just reminded you or she reminded you to ask your broker a question that saved you the thousands of dollars. Well, so, a lot of them do that. A lot yeah. of them do that. And, um, and you know, you go, go and ask the question, they say, you know, you don't need to go to me, but go to your broker and say, this is what I should be on. Can you change it? Otherwise, I'm going to go somewhere else. And sometimes they they change it. Sometimes they say no. So then that person gets a business, which is a really good leading. I've got to say, during um, COVID in Victoria, as a business owner, our uh, bookkeeper Vicky from Latitude Bookkeeping, she was putting posts on our personal Facebook page, and she was up to date to the point that my own bookkeeper couldn't keep up with it. Mm -hmm. I've had my bookkeeper, and unfortunately, she's not part of BNI, but um, you know, I, I love her and I support her. But Vicky, my BNI bookkeeping category holder was sending information to all of us that helped me get all the grants that helped me set up my business during COVID to be able to survive during COVID just because she was part of the chapter and she wanted to help the others in the chapter. So that's um, just a great example, Brent, of what you're talking about, the value that you're being offered by other members because they're taking care of each other. Yeah, for And sure. if there's one thing that I could just press on, it, BNI makes you become more confident within yourself 
And it's amazing what when you do become more confident, it's like you're entering in a different headspace. You become more creative. Your thought processes are different. Everything that there's a positive energy about everything that you do, and it just be, it just helps you in so many ways. I can't I can't stress that more. And I think we missed this. What cat? What which chapter are you currently in? What was the chapter? In our spirit. Very nice spirit, and you can share with everyone where whereabouts in Sydney. So when we're face to face, we're at Warwick Farm. We get together at a place called the Warwick Hotel, which is a great uh, space. So we've been there now for about uh, two months. We were at a different place previous to that, but uh, yeah. But unfortunately, now with COVID, we're all on Zoom, as you know. Uh, but you know, Zoom opens up a lot of other opportunities because it does give you the opportunity to visit other chapters on Zoom. Yeah, yeah, and uh, at the moment, a large part of the population's um, either locked down or, or semi-locked down. At the moment, yeah. you can't even uh, even groups that actually can't get out there um, they can get out and about. Some of the venues has been able to open again due to uh, due to density, which has been a, a little bit weird and a little bit of a challenge for our groups. And um, you know, yeah, speaking of that, big thank you to our leadership teams going through this. And our and our director team for for supporting that and making sure people can meet and at least uh, connect, do business, support each other uh, through uh, through what the country is going through again. Um, just before we uh, wrap things up for today, uh, Sal, um, what would be your single best tip that a member would need to achieve success within BNI? Do your one to ones. One thing I learned about one-to-ones, if you do a great quality one-to-one, the amount of of referrals that you can generate. Um, I'm the Go for Green coordinator, my chapter, and that's one thing that I really focus on in telling all the new members that are coming into the group. Because you know yourself, you can only learn so much about a person when they're doing their 40 seconds or their 60 seconds. You'd be surprised the amount of time you're sitting down with a member and you're doing a great quality one-to-one, the amount of things that you learn about that person and other services and products that you didn't realize that they did. And nine times out of 10, you walk away creating referrals for that particular member. So if there's one tip that I can give members is do your one-to-ones. I know we're only, you know, we're supposed to do at least one one one-to-one, but do two or three if you can. Because the more one-to-ones you do, the better you start to understand and learn about the other members. And uh, and that referral capacity just increases. So can I just ask you, um, Brent will often accuse me of throwing people under the bus. So yes. I'd like to continue in that tradition today. She, she is a serial uh, <laughs> thrower <laughs> under the bus or whatever you call it. <laughs> Well, she's Sicilian. She'll throw anybody under the bus. Well, I just wa- I just wanted to ask you if you'd like to give um, a 30-second referral request um, on our podcast to everyone that might be listening to you. Right. Well, okay, so I can do my 30 seconds, can I? <laughs> well, Blackjack Merchandising, we're uh, wholesalers of uh, business wear, uh, business suits, uh, workwear, safety wear, hospitality wear, sportswear, anywhere. We're also embroiderers and screen printers, and we do a huge range of promotional products. So basically anything that requires a logo or branding, 
uh, we can outsource that. And lately, I've had to pivot because of the COVID. We're doing a lot of sanitizer, face masks, and uh, customized face masks as well. Beautiful. Well, we're very, very grateful that you've spent your time on uh, the podcast with us today. And, uh, friend, I'll tell you, you just don't know what gold's going to come out of a, a member, do you? <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, thank you, Sal. It's been great. And uh, thank you for sharing uh, your story on BNI, the Australian Story podcast. Thanks for very much, guys, for having me on. Really, really had a great time. Appreciate it. Thank you. But- um, Brent, thank you again. Uh, fantastic guest that you've been able to organise. Now, um, obviously, we're thanking BNI Australia because a lot of your executive directors are referring these guests to you. Is that right? Yeah. Thank you to Alison Attard for uh, for referring Cell today. So, um, yeah, she's been referring quite a few people from her region lately to share their stories. So, thank you, Alison. Now, I just wanted to um, make a note that if any of anyone's listening today going, hang on, Sydney's no longer in lockdown. It might be because we've been pre-recording a few of the podcasts to make sure that we could um, get these people on the podcast. People are very, very busy. So we have pre-recorded a couple in advance. So we're just very, very grateful to the people that have been able to come on with us. But let me assure you that Sydney right now is still very much in lockdown. And, As we uh, record. That's when we're actually doing this podcast and we're really thinking of all of our BNI members all over Australia. We've been up, we've been down, we've been round and round, but we always turn up to our meetings and we continue to support each other uh, just as the BNI Australian story continue to, um, to bring you their stories to stay connected. So Brent, my question for you today is leadership changeover is uh, coming up yes. around the country uh, someone from one of the chapters that I'm the director consultant of said to me, how early is too early to start getting members thinking about leadership roles? Um, you should be at least two months out before changeover. So some are like around now? Yeah, around, well, yeah, typically as we're recording this around now, by the time this comes out, it'll be a little bit later. But, uh, yeah, yeah, typically the the last, you know, typically at least two months before, you should be getting those expressions of interest in. Okay. And so um, are we wanting anybody to take on a role or are we wanting the right people to take on the right roles? Uh, we need the the uh, the right people in the right seats on the bus, so to speak. So, um, and, and, you know, leadership teams are selection, not election. So we send out expressions of interest and usually um, with the, uh, the, the president, and the nomination committee of the chapter, which includes the membership committee, uh, and the direct consultant actually choose who'd be most suited from those people who want to nominate for those particular roles. So, for example, someone who's really shy or lowly spoken uh, will sort of struggle in something like a president's role or an educational coordinator's role. Um, yeah, so you need to take these sorts of things into account. Uh, someone who's who's struggling in the uh, accountability and the traffic lights probably won't be suited to a membership committee role because they're not going to want to keep other people accountable as well. So, you know, these are things that need to be considered and uh, we're, we're all about putting the right people in the right, right spaces on the committee and, uh, and the input from the nomination committee and the, and the outgoing leadership team. Right, fantastic. Thank you. What is your tip for the week? Well, Sal stole some of my thunder today. Uh, I already 
already had a tip. Um, my tip for this week is for finding more referrals. And the tip is the old adage, do you want fries with that? You know, you know, when you go through the drive-through, they always try and upsell you. Would you like this? Would you like that? Well, this is a great way for BNI members to actually find referrals. So when you're dealing with your clients, have ready some complimentary services to the product or service you're dealing with when you wrap that up with a client. So for example, you might be selling a new product or and uh, you might say, hey, have you organized the insurance for this? Uh, I can actually, I've got someone who's really great who can help you with this and I can get them to give you a call. And that's a great upsell to the insurance person within your group. Or if you're in healthcare and someone's, you're fixing an injury, maybe you'll be able to uh, say things like some strengthening work will stop this happening again. Again, I've got a really good personal trainer. Would you like to actually meet them? And, you know, these are upsells that you can actually do to find referrals. So if you're armed with the next question, with your client to be able to actually refer them on to someone else and people who are, who are great referrals in the group already actually do this. So um, think about who you've got in your group, who's a complimentary service who you can add, would you like fries with that uh, after you've actually seen your clients and you can actually get more referrals from your group. And as we know, in turn, they'll come back. Well, that is a great tip and uh, the end of another great episode. Thank you very much to everybody who's been listening in today and all of you who continue to share the uh, BNI Australian story with your members. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Steve, our podcast producer, for ensuring everything ran smoothly today. And we'll look forward to seeing you for next week's episode number 60 on BNI, the Australian story.